0: Welcome to episode 91 hey, How's it going? Of the Echo Youth Podcast.
1: Still haven't locked in a guest for our... Our emails are pending.
0: Our episode 100.
1: They also um, haven't been sent yet. <laughs> We've been uh, writing some letters. We actually
0: emailed both Donald Trump and Joe Biden to see if they would run it back for debates on <laughs> this show. Um, uh, we're
1: waiting for their response.
0: But neither has gotten back to us so far, so... It's looking um,
1: good though. We still got nine or eight more weeks, technically. Yeah. So we're gonna nail something down.
0: If uh if that doesn't work out, we've got Justin jo- Bieber's got, a
1: fallback, but we don't really well, we've we got George Bush and deal.
0: John Kerry on the dock <laughs> just
1: in case. John Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> just in case they want to go at it.
0: Um uh, so yeah. Um just kidding, but um Joe Rogan said Uh, if no one else can, he might show up. So yeah, it just um, depends
1: on his schedule. He's a busy guy.
0: Yeah. So it's, it's up in the air right now, but we'll let you guys,
1: we'll get someone bigger if he can't come through.
0: Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll let you know, uh, for sure. Um, Ariana Grande said she'd love to, but she's a little busy on that one. So she might be, (laughs) she's
1: going to be out of the country on those dates.
0: Episode one fifteen or something like that. But yeah. Um, Something about touring, I don't know. But anyways. some
1: album release, something weird.
0: Yeah, I mean we don't really know, but it's just one of those things. You, know? hey. you you don't want to worry about it too much.
1: She was our backup anyway, so we just let her not down easy. Yeah,
0: uh, Jesus himself, um, said that he'd <laughs> rather us do it. Uh, so that was cool. But yeah,
1: he's a good guy. Yeah. Um. Anywho, it's looking pretty good for Shaq though. I got yeah. Shaq on speed dial. He said, "I could probably make it." Uh, he just we gotta let him know the Yeah, the said, the uh, big uh, diesel. We just gotta let him know when you know he'll drive down from LA.
0: I wish I could do a really good Shaq impersonation. That would have been perfect. It That's okay. what
1: we should. Oh, yo, do ben. one impersonation. Ben, don't tell anybody. Okay. But what we should do is I should just get really good at impersonation of somebody, and <laughs> then
0: pretend like I'm. Good idea, yeah,
1: okay, okay, you better start practicing. <laughs> all right, yeah, oh, so yeah, actually, something cut out.
0: we great. decided that, uh, yeah, all the candidates actually just emailed us back said, Yeah, so now we gotta pick <laughs> which one, it yeah, is. We, we
1: gotta pick. So, so, uh, cast your votes and uh, we'll let you know what we go with.
0: Yeah, cast your votes, which, um, actually, okay, this is that this would actually be hilarious so what we'll do is we'll we'll narrow it down to maybe five celebrity guests each 10 total okay and you guys are gonna vote on who you want to see us impersonate for the entire episode the most <laughs> let's go so Ben'll have to b- do his best impersonation he'll study for it yeah I'm and then I, practice and then I'll do one of somebody else and you guys got to let us know who it is and so
1: I'm um, down that's episode 100
0: Episode one hundred. I'm okay. thinking Jeff Goldblum or something like
1: that. Yeah, you gotta do something crazy. Um. Anyways, Stephen A. Smith's one of mine for sure. Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> and they're just trash.
0: <laughs> Snoop Dog. Yeah. Snoop,
1: Snoop Dogg. <laughs> D O
0: double G. D O double G. Baby. Uh. Anyways. Um. So cool. All right. We'll let you know. Um. Could be actually the real people showing up, but we're not. Yeah. Sure you yet. won't know
1: until then, huh?
0: I was at a conference this weekend, and someone legitimately thought I was Matthew Stafford from the LA Rams. The Rams quarterback. Um, like, what are the the like pastors? He like saw me in the room. I was like standing up. He pointed at me, yo, and I was like, and I just thought he was hyped. So I was like, yo, pointing back at him. And then afterwards, we like walked up to him, and he goes, "Oh," and I was like, "What?" He goes, "Dude, I legitimately thought you were Matthew Stafford this whole, whole time." time. <laughs> I was like, "Nope." Not him. He goes. Well, could we pretend? Maybe you could like sign autographs. I was <laughs> so, like, no. Um. Anyways, uh, let's get into it. We're gonna talk about this last week's uh message, and then we're gonna talk about um. Or we're gonna do another Mount Rushmore um, oh, yeah, of maybe. a similar topic but slightly different. So, and we didn't get to post the draft this last week, so you'll get double double the trouble, trouble baby. Uh this week. So it should be great. Um. So th- this week we talked about gratitude or being grateful, um, and Andy Stanley opens up his. Uh, not Andy Stanley, not Andy Stanley. Max Lucado. Max Lucado, same guy. Not really. <laughs> um, not at all. Actually, similar, um, similar. Similar. I read another book by Andy Stanley a little while back, and now I'm reading one by John Mark Comer. So they ben, big readers over here. Ben's maybe. gonna big have readers. to uh, to vet my. Um, if which book this is coming out of? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Max Lucado starts off his. Uh, seventh chapter of his book, um, anxious for nothing with this quote, it says Christ based contentment turns us into strong people. And so there you go. The idea is if we could be satisfied with what we have in Christ, then we can actually have a better outlook on life and find ourselves less stressed, less anxious mm-hmm. and more grateful and more at peace. And so we actually and talked about that this um, weekend at church as well, and yeah, we in just our, touched small on groups, our small group, um, which was a really good uh, time, a really good conversation, so, um, so yeah, um, but he talks about this idea of the if-only river, it's like, uh, you look across the river, and if only I could get to the other side, if only I could be um, more successful, if only I could be more popular, if only I could look better, if only I could, whatever it might be, Yeah, um, we find ourselves... Blank there a lot and then it when we do that it seems like we're not where we're supposed to be and then it it kind of brings on uh hurriedness and busyness and um and i'm reading this book called the ruthless elimination of hurry by john mark comer and in his book he talks about how hurry is um one of the the biggest um antagonists to our faith and our spirituality yeah um, and he gets this kind of idea from this conversation he heard of from between John Ortberg and Dallas Willard and John Ortberg asked Dallas Willard. He said, what do you, what do I do to be fully me? And then Dallas Willard said ruthless. Um, he said, you must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. And then John Ortberg said, okay, that's great. But you know what else? And then Dallas Willard said, there's nothing else. Hurry is the great enemy of spiritual life. Hmm. And hurry oftentimes leads to burnout. And there's this other book um, written by a, um, he was a German, but I think Korean born, uh, but German uh, philosopher named Byung-Chul Han. And his quote is, they are too alive to die and too dead to live. Yeah, Talking about people who are in a hurry all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was kind of the, beginning of this conversation is how we should stop eliminate hurry. Yeah, stop being so hurried and, and it's and it's more so in our culture in the West than Definitely here. Any other place in the world. Uh especially in the United States, where it's we're always in a hurry to um be somewhere, to make an appointment, to uh stay busy and it's as a, it's actually a badge of honor if we work a really long yeah, work. The more day. you work, the more respected you are. And I think it I think there's a lot of good things about being a hard worker. And I think we always should be. We should be driven people. Um but there's a difference between being a hard worker um and an obsessive worker. Mm-hmm. Um Sometimes we're just busy to be busy when we could actually be more productive. um, Doing something else. Well, if we took our time with certain things. So um, anyway, so the the first idea to to find gratitude is to just slow down for a second. Yeah. Um, And Paul believes that the good life begins not when circumstances change, but when our attitude towards them does. And so he talks about this in Philippians 4, 6-7, which is kind of the verse that we've been talking about. But uh, he talks about being anxious for nothing, goes down this list, but with um, prayer and supplication um, and thanksgiving. And so that's kind of where we landed with thanksgiving. So it's kind of a heart posture. Where should we... How we should interact with God is just always be thankful. thankful. And so we should always find our way to a, a thank you when we pray.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, because it'll change even the way that we do pray. We find if we don't do that we find ourselves praying very self-centered self-centered selfish yeah. sad prayers mm-hmm. woe is me prayers and when we're grateful we find ourselves praying prayers that can that can change our circumstance that can change the world that can change the hearts of those around us and 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 we pray prayers that are dangerous and and big and yeah. and call uh upon god to show his glory and his mercy in our lives and so mm-hmm. that's kind of the goal um Uh, but the thing—the interesting thing about gratitude—is there was actually these studies done by Oxford University Press and other, other big universities. Notable things. Yeah, yeah, that um, gratitude is like this, like it's like this special sauce. It's like
1: special sauce, baby. It's
0: like a, it's like a, it's like a a miracle. If if it was in pill form, it would be like the miracle pill. It'd be miracle drug. Um,
1: medicine. Yeah. And so
0: there's a couple of things that came out of these studies. Um, One of them was that um, grateful people tend to be more empathetic and forgiving of others. Uh, Grateful people, another one is grateful people demonstrate less envy, materialism, and self centeredness. Hmm. Uh, And and gratitude improves self esteem, um, enhances relationships, uh, quality of sleep, and longevity. Shout out. And so there, there's like, yeah, actual like,
1: health implications.
0: Yeah, think. if you're if you're grateful, there, there's things about, um, there's things that will uh, change in even even just your health. And so, um, that's uh that's it, that's pretty cool. And I talked about on Wednesday how I've experienced this too, and I'm sure Ben, you have as well. Yeah, definitely. Where you could be in down in the dumps, and you make a decision to send that text but to someone that you're grateful for, or to uh, just think. For a moment, um, about what you're grateful for in the day, or to write in your prayer journal about things that you're grateful for, and then you ought to all of a sudden like feel your day, um, switching
1: from bad to good. Definitely, I had that happen with you a while back. Um, I don't know if you'll remember, but we were texting in the group chat and Brett Brett was doing this thing he was on he was on a high day and he's saying W's only W's only and it was I don't know why but it just I don't know I was just being dumb but I was like mess like playfully arguing back and it just kind of went whatever and then the next day I had to call Brett and be like hey man I'm sorry like I'm I'm really grateful that you were able to do that because it like changed my heart posture for the day and even just like saying that because it was bothering me all day (laughs) But, like just calling and expressing like, "Hey, I'm sorry, and I'm grateful for you pouring into us like that, like it's really helpful, mm. and then I had like a great rest of the day, like it was off my chest, and everything was great, so uh testament that just being grateful, slowing down, illuminating the hurry, and just reflecting um has the ability to really change and relinquish anxiety and those kind of thoughts and feelings, yeah. It's
0: good, um, I do remember that it was funny yeah. um but it was good there's some there's some life lessons and sometimes some silly moments, but uh definitely, I think it's good, um, and so the idea of christ based contentment is that we're we're okay with even just Jesus, and mm-hmm. the reason that that's the case is because. Yeah, uh, if my happiness and my joy, my peace is based in my things, or even my family, or, or um, even my church, or my school, or things like that, those types of things can, they can be taken from us. They can go yeah. away. Mm-hmm. Um, all my possessions can go away. You know, it's like shout out, my boy, Job. Um, everything can disappear. But here's the thing: is if you have your peace, your hope, your your Happiness, your joy found in Christ, no one can take away Jesus, and so no one can take away your joy. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of the whole
1: nice punch, point. the mic.
0: Um when we have Jesus, it's more than anything we could possibly imagine. And then I kinda ended the message with this um anchor example. And I kinda wanted to dive a little bit deeper on this. I didn't get to take a lot of time on it on Wednesday. So if you're thinking back to when I said this example and you're like, yeah, i had no clue what you were meaning, but <laughs> break uh, it down. I'll break it down. So, cause I think, I think there's a, a good lesson in this is, so I grew up, um, my dad bought a boat when I was in like, uh, I want to say like fourth or fifth grade. Let's go. And we used it a lot. Um, had a lot of fun um, did the whole thing, but anyways, one of the issues you always have if you have a boat is figuring out how and where to anchor. Yep. And um, and there's things that you don't take into account. So if you're somewhere in the middle of like a lake or river, or especially the ocean, anchoring is not as easy as
1: as you think. You can't just, just throw can toss your anchor over. No. Yeah.
0: Uh, cause you have to make sure your anchor latches onto something. So yeah. if, if you're in water, well, if
1: you're in deep water and you have a short rope, <laughs> you're if, not, if you're in community. waters that are too deep, you're, there's
0: no point in throwing the anchor anchor. It might weigh you down a little bit, but it's not going to do much. Um, so you got to find a place where you can get your anchor to touch, um, down on the ground. Um, fireworks, fireworks. Um, and then the other thing is, so that, that's always kind of hard. You find, you got to find the right place to throw, um, your to anchor, drop but anchor. there's to drop anchor. There's a lesson in there too. It's like, you can't have it be too far. And so mm-hmm. that's why a lot of people who, um, drop their anchor in relatively unachievable dreams or drop their anchor and. And gods that don't exist and stuff, it's not ever latching onto anything. And so Jesus is close enough that when we um, when we drop anchor, it latches. And mm-hmm. um, But anyways, the example I used on Wednesday was that when you... So there's multiple uses for an anchor. There's one, you drop it down. If you're in the middle and it keeps you sturdy because it goes straight down, le- uh, wedges in between some rocks or it um, kind of sits on the... River floor, or the lake floor, or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you you're anchored. Um, but sometimes you, when you want to uh, pull up to like a little beach area, yep, um, you'll uh, drive your boat up into the shallow waters, and um, once you get, you'll you'll keep your boat just a little bit offshore so that it's not you're not burying it or it's not scraping on the Same. ground or anything. And so, but what happens is is you'll use um, Um, an anchor if you have it or if just a rope to tie around a a rock but you'll take your anchor and you'll take it out and put it on the beach and like bury it and then that will hold your boat close to shore but what I've always noticed is that your boat still wavers from side to side because it's just now now your anchor line is just like a tether pole yeah Uh, so when the waves come your boat can kind of drift sideways here and your boat can kind of drift there Back and forth, but when when you're in the middle and your anchor goes straight down, you don't really go anywhere. The tethers, there's so much tension there, and it's straight down that it's not. You're not really going because it, if it if you've if you've thrown your anchor perfect where you have just enough slack, mm-hmm. there's no room for it to go like this. It just stays right here, and it's like yeah, it's steady. like a pole, and it's steady. And so. The, the thing I was getting to on Wednesday is that a lot of us try to go horizontally with our anchors and throw it to our friends and throw it to our family and throw it to our circumstance, all things that are on our level. Mm-hmm. And though it seems like it's doing a good job, we're still Yeesh. drifting back and forth. Yeah. And so that the idea decided. is that an anchor doesn't work as well horizontally as it does vertically. And so, and same in our lives, it doesn't work as uh-huh. well friend to friend or family to family member or whatever. Mm-hmm. It works better when it's us and God up and down vertically and there's,
1: yeah, that's good. It works.
0: So I got to flesh that out a little bit here, but <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I didn't get to on Wednesday as much, but, um, so that's basically it. Yeah. Our kind of call or encouragement to you this week is just to, just to find or to be grateful, um, to find opportunities to be grateful. Um, And no
1: matter what, there's always something to be grateful for.
0: Yeah. And you'll find that your anxiety starts to go down when you're grateful, um, for even the little things. So yeah. there's that. All right, Ben, let us know what we're doing now for our Mount Rushmore and, uh, we'll have some fun and then we'll Peace send, send you off.
1: Okay. Sounds good. So like, um, Brett mentioned last week's will be posted this week because, uh, <laughs> we forgot. But uh, don't worry about it. You'll get to this week. This week, we're doing a Mount Rushmore again. So our top four favorite gas station snacks, baby. Let's go. And we didn't discuss this before. Does this include beverages or are we doing strictly snacks? I, can um, do either one. I think it's I think it's because that's it's in a gas station, but it's up to you.
0: Yeah, I think so. Okay, might as well. This is, I think we one long time ago we did a road trip snacks. Yeah, we did. So it's so it's kind of it's similar, be similar, but some variation here. Yeah, and if
1: you're a new listener, you have no clue what we're talking about.
0: So, um, and the last week we did a uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, Super um, Bowl dishes. Dishes food. that was good. Uh, okay, so we'll shambo and
1: see who uh, see who gets to go. See who starts off. That's a bar. Ro sham bo shoot. I tried it. last week, we did the exact opposite. He's in my head rent-free all week until he played again. Let's go. All right. Brett got first pick.
0: So, there's only one pick at the top. Okay. It's pretty obvious. Better not be trash.
1: It's Chester's Hot Fries. That was on my... Yeah, that was my first pick, too. Chester's are OP. We've talked about them a lot on this podcast because they're just
0: so good. They've come up on our top chips draft. Our road trip snacks draft, and now our gas station snacks. Yeah, and, Chester's uh, hot
1: fries are so good.
0: Yeah, they're just good. We basically this whole podcast, ninety-one episodes, have been to get it into your head that <laughs> Chester's Chester hot fries is the, are best, the chip best chip ever made the, uh, ever in the in the whole world. Yeah, and they're so, just so good. Accept it and eat them like your life depended on it. Okay.
1: Yeah, they're they're pretty good. My personal favorite. If I go to a gas station for a snack, stop, dude. I'm getting mini donuts every single time. Oh, those are good. But specify. The powdered ones are the best. Okay, powdered. Yeah, powdered. Dude, Brett will remember this when we were just at our little winter retreat thing. Brett didn't eat one because he has to have milk. But I had got I made a 7-Eleven run and I got these. Uh, these like cinnamon sugar ones, dude. I'm driving all the way back up to Arrowhead to get these things. They were life changing. Very good, dude. They were different, man. Very, very good.
0: All right,
1: you're up, buddy.
0: Yeah. You don't think I know that? <laughs> Shut up. Okay one of my one of my other favorites, uh, okay. gas station snacks. Yes, sir. Have to be the classic. Sunflower seeds.
1: I had that one too. Now, what this doesn't matter for the draft, but what flavor is your favorite? Dill pickle. That's what I thought. Yeah, we've talked about that before. Or ranch. I'm a huge jalapeno salsa guy. Those are so good to me.
0: They're very good.
1: But the dill pickle ones are good too. I don't really like, I didn't think I liked pickle that much. And then I had them and I was like, these are kind of banging. They're really good. It's kind of
0: weird. Very good. I used to, it's just kind of a nostalgic thing. I would have them. Uh, When I was playing baseball, I was uh, I would
1: play outfield. Have to choose some.
0: Yeah, I put no. I'd take a handful and put them in my back pocket. Yeah, in just my baseball eat the whole pants, game. and just yeah. just yeah. And then you'd take like forty of them and stick them in stick your lip. Stick
1: Your lip, yeah. When you're a kid. Um,
0: anywho, and then okay. your lip would get all
1: dry and. Yeah, the salt will just yeah, eat away at your yeah, lip. It's literally. actually kind of heinous. Yeah, it sucks. Um, That's the only downfall of the jalapeno ones is they literally just burn your where you like tuck the seeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks. You Can't eat the whole bag in one sitting. It hurts. All right. What's your next pick? My next pick, since we're including drinks, I got to get a Red Bull. All right. That's all my right. gas station pick every single time for a energy drink.
0: He said a Red Bull. I've, All right.
1: I've weaned myself off them, but I had a severe addiction for a long time.
0: To make it even, I will throw my pick in there, and I'll, okay. I'll I usually get like the the big, uh, bigger bottle Powerades.
1: Yeah, Powerades are good. I'm surprised you didn't say that.
0: Powerades are better than Gatorade, by the way, and just kind of let you know.
1: Yeah, I mean they're about the same but they're about equivalent to me but uh i thought you were gonna say that strawberry horchata that you found at that, that wasn't was so a gas station but that's that looked
0: good dude there was i don't know i Is think it's i think it's a local restaurant that they got it from the, oh, the, maybe the restaurant right across the street it, called la siesta
1: oh really um, they just bottle it and sell it there i think so pretty crazy
0: um because it said La Siesta on it. Okay. Um, yeah, probably. But anyways, there's this bottled strawberry horchata at uh, Rite Aid. and uh, it, You can't pass that up. It just <laughs> made me feel some type of way. Yeah. It was really good. But anyways,
1: my actual pick is a Big Powerade. Yeah, Big Powerade. Okay. Then I'm going to go. This is a steal at four or at three. Dipping Dots all day. All right. All right. All right. Oreo, to be specific, that doesn't have to be on there. I don't think, but
0: dipping dots, yeah, depends on if uh, the gas station has them or not. So, well, the one by the church does, but that one does, I guess. Fine,
1: the one by the church does. The Seven Eleven, that's not a gas station. Down there does, right by here. All I'm saying is, dipping dots are goaded. Yep, (laughs) it's a good pick. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. Okay, now I have my last pick. Now,
0: do I do one of my favorites or do I do a crowd favorite? That's the question here.
1: Depends if you want. Or do I play to
0: the game and get like a dessert type thing like you got?
1: I'm just—I'm honestly not even playing for picks. I'm just picking my favorites. These are the things that I get when I go to the gas station.
0: Okay, then I'll pick the one I get. It's not going to be a fan favorite, but. I hey. really like
1: Haichu. I don't know if you guys have really I had Haichu. I love
0: Haichu. So Haichu is like my, one of my favorite things. That's another one. Some
1: gas, gas stations don't have it in the candy mm-hmm. stuff, but. It's so good. If you don't, never had Haichu. It's like a. Um, it's kind of like gum that you can swallow. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like, uh, it's like probably in between like Starburst and gum, but then it's like. It's just got so some, good. Got some.
1: It's got some bite Asian
0: influence. Um I don't know how to explain it, but it's really, really good.
1: I think it's made out of like a rice gummy kind of thing. Yeah, That's it's why. super good. Uh, yeah, if you're at a is.
0: gas station you see some high chew, just buy it and try it. Just
1: take it. It's super good. Okay. Then I don't know why What's I always... Your last pick. Yeah, I don't know why I always end up leaving the gas station with this. If I'm feeling crazy, but <laughs> I got to have some beef jerky, man. Beef jerky, it's a good pick some beef jerky on the way out sometimes i'm just feeling it it's nice to eat on the road chilling
0: i like it do we have any honorable
1: mentions honorable mentions um so just some chips uh you picked chester's which i would have definitely taken so i don't really have an honorable mention there what about you what what i have honey buns oh honey buns are goaded but i picked donuts over those
0: yeah, that's why I didn't pick them is because I actually like powdered donuts more than honey buns. So honey I wasn't buns are gonna, only good
1: if you heat them up.
0: Yeah, so I wasn't going to put myself in a losing scenario there. Yeah, you can't do that. Um, Slim Jims are a classic. Slim Jims. Um, chocolate- I'm a
1: sucker for some original trail mix, man. That's true. I'm a big trail mix guy.
0: Chocolate-covered pretzels.
1: Dude, those are so good. They're really good. <laughs> Dude, at the Thanksgiving event we just did for youth, mm-hmm. I... Oh, no, it was Christmas because it was breakfast. I probably ate... A hundred and fifty of them, like, dude, it was so bad. There was a bowl in the kitchen. I was helping my my mom was cooking with some of the kids, and I was helping carry stuff up. And I literally housed like the whole bowl. <laughs> um, and Arnold Palmer. You, sometimes you gotta get a nice Arnie Palmy, a nice Arnie Palmy, uh, and the sour gummy worms. Yeah, you can't go wrong with some trolley.
0: Yeah, that was my other drink. It so it depends when I go to the gas station. I either get a big Powerade or I get a. Uh, Arizona Green Tea, and yeah. uh, both are very good.
1: Yeah. Nice Arizona.
0: So those are the honorable mentions. Our teams we ended with, uh, I have Chester's Hot Fries, Sunflower Seeds, a big Powerade, and hai chew And Ben has Powdered Donuts, a Red Bull, Dippin' Dots, and Beef Jerky.
1: I'm severely unhealthy, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey. <laughs> oh, i um, need to change my life after we love it. we'll post
0: the we'll post these drafts and then uh, let us know what you think and uh cast your vote if you will oh and, yeah and uh so yeah super fun we love you uh you know us by now and so uh no oh point in introducing ourselves <laughs> yeah pawn boss just cut this thing um, all right later <laughs>